Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical Disney Podcast episode 440 recording. Action. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Disney Podcast. We're coming at you live from our office. Ish? Yeah. Are we? Well, Where are we today? We're in a room with four walls and a door. No windows. <laughs> We're in hell. <laughs> Kind uh, of. We're in purgatory. And there's writing all over the wall, so it looks like a madman's been locked in here. Yeah, there's a lot of words I don't totally understand. Right. There's numbers. It's a very not happy room. Mm-hmm. It looks so, like a padded cell in like any horror movie, actually. Speaking of horror movies and bad things and scary rooms, what are we here to talk about today, guys? I think Brooke knows. I do know. We're here to talk about some Disney villains and how evil are they really. This isn't a topic we um, have discussed with any real exclusivity. We've kind of mentioned a few things here and there. But producer Matt had a conversation with one of our coworkers, actually, that spurred this into being an actual discussion for us. Yeah, he was talking to me about how he always hated The Little Mermaid because, in his mind, Ursula is a businesswoman. Ariel is old enough to be signing a contract on her own. That's debatable. And, she's 16. And just because she's royalty, the dad decides to breach the contract and kill Ursula, and also that there's some subtle racism, because Ursula is the only character in the sea who is half person, half octopus, and for some reason she's ostracized for that. So maybe she was a good person. That is was just she ostracized pushed. for being half octopus half woman or is she ostracized because she literally steals the souls of people that sign contracts with her and then break them. it's really Usually a chicken you just or the go egg. to jail or get beat up <laughs> mm-hmm. or did did they ostracize her or did she pull herself away maybe she likes to have her yeah, own maybe she space likes to be isolated you never know but it led to the conversation of villains that uh maybe maybe are getting the wrong wrong end of the stick in the disney stories right and this is a great topic i think because i yes. think a lot of villains are misunderstood Let's discuss. So, uh, you know, just expand a little more on Ursula. We'll start with her, since yeah, she's the originator of it. Um, I I don't think she's all that bad. I think she could be a little misunderstood. You know, as a coworker said, she is a businesswoman, and she has a legal binding contract that if somebody signs, they are obligated to fulfill and agree to. Um, I myself sign contracts all the time, and I don't necessarily read them or know what I'm agreeing to, but I do it. How many end user agreements do you hit okay on? And, you know, exactly. Facebook's listening to you every minute, but you don't realize it. And it's been a while since I watched it, but I'm pretty sure she's like very much up front with what the contract is. It's not like she surprises oh, her. Oh, she the... tells her. I, so, <laughs> last week's episode, first of all, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> But the, the day after was my actual birthday, and I watched Little Mermaid that night, so I just recently saw this. And she does tell her, like, straight up, like, oh, if you break the contract, like, 
I take you and you become one of these weird, creepy little f plants that are alive living in my cave. They're very scary, by the way. I don't enjoy them. They kind of remind me of the ghosts uh, or like the little demons that come out in the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and mm. more. Yeah. Those are um, terrifying. I forgot she, about like, those. She tells her. It's not like Ariel doesn't know. I know we're talking about, oh, she's old enough to sign a contract. She's 16. Most tattoo places, you have to have a... Uh, Legal guardian, a legal present. guardian to sign off with you. So I feel like Triton should have been there, but you know this is the dark arts. You know, shit gets a little shady, and it happens. And you know what? Speaking of that, since you know a lot of the blame was put on Ursula, where is him being a parent? How did she get out there? And well, why did she get to the point where she hated her life so much that she was willing to sign a contract, sell her soul just to get legs? She wanted out of her dad's life so bad. So really. Well, let's the dad has some orchestrated musical about how great he is that his daughters sing every morning because that's also kind of weird. It is I weird. think the dad's the problem here. I don't, I don't know that Ariel necessarily wanted to get away from Triton. I think she was just really hungry for some D, and she saw it, and she wanted. She was hypnotized. She needed that D. She wanted it so badly that she was willing to throw everything away just for the D. So I, I don't know. I think Ariel has a little. She's got a problem. She's got I, some self-esteem issues. She's really reliant on a man for her self-worth. Um, she is. Which may be caused by her father because he needs his, his daughters, for some reason, to sing about how great he is. Yep. And he's not taking an interest in her interests, nope. which are human things. He yep. thinks they're bad. Yep. So I think she's acting out a little bit. Um, I agree. I think he definitely, his lack of attention, proper attention to his daughters, Ariel in particular, Caused her to go to a sea witch that was willing to give her what she she wanted, but in return for something else. Yes. And that's how deals work. Yeah. That's bargaining, baby. I can't get that shirt that I want without, you know, spending a few bucks. Exactly. And if you buy that shirt and you spend more than you wanted to and you ruin that shirt, that's on you. That's my fault. You can't yell at them for yeah. that. So, Ursula. Well, I don't think Ursula... I mean, she obviously got banished for a reason, and I think she kind of embraces that badness in her. Of course. I think she maybe did something a little shysty, but, like, you know, that's okay. She's still fun. She found her groove. At the end of the day, she yeah. found her, and she owned it. Yeah. So. She was very upfront about who she is. I don't and what think she she's a do. villain. I think she is... I feel like we're going to keep coming back to the word misunderstood, because that's through. the best describing for it. She was kind of misunderstood. Yeah. But not. I, I don't want to say misunderstood. I think cause... she's a scapegoat for Triton. Yeah. She's the scapegoat. It's easier to point at, like, the sea witch that does dark magic over there as the bad guy than, you know, Daddy Dearest who has all the money and the power. <laughs> Patriarchy bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. All right. I'd like to talk about some other villains. Yeah, so fuck her, so she's done. Um... You know, I have a list here written down. We did. We kind of went through who we thought. Um, I think we could kind of package a few of them together, maybe. Um, the one that I found that I thought was really interesting was Captain Hook. Like, is he really a villain? Um, and the argument that's made is that, like, Pe he has every right to be mad at Peter Pan because Peter Pan steals children from their homes and then kind of enslaves them under the guise that they're going to be young forever. Uh, and that's really weird. And maybe Captain Hook is just against, you know, child trafficking. It could be. Uh, I had never heard this 
until Brooke had mentioned it while we were getting ready to record. And I remember thinking, as soon as she said it, my thought was like, well, you could probably build a really interesting backstory where, like, Peter Pan keeps kidnapping these kids. Like, maybe Captain Hook was the first lost boy. But, like, Peter Pan's the only person who doesn't age in Never Never Land. And all these kids grow old. And he's, maybe like, just Captain taking them Maybe Captain Hook in. was the first kid he stole. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was the original lost boy. And he's just like, no, Peter Pan, you've got to stop yeah, doing this to people. Stop stealing children. <laughs> also, Peter Pan's playing three girls at the same time. He is. Tinkerbell, mm-hmm. Wendy, Tiger Lily. He's definitely a player. Oh, he's just like but he has not a mother in his extraordinaire. Life. What if issues. Captain Hook is the father? <sighs> what if Captain Hook? Where's his mother then? Well, think about this. <clears throat> Let's say Captain Hook and a mother have Peter Pan. Well, there would have to be a mother. Something happens. The mother is gone. And, you know, at some point, Peter Pan becomes a degenerate because of his mom there. His dad's trying to keep the bread on the table with his piracy piracy business. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, Peter Pan's on this ship. And Captain Hook is trying to keep things going for his business while also trying to be a single parent, which is difficult. So that's why he's trying to kind of do what he can as Peter Pan's on his crazy shit and that would also explain why he's being a player for three girls because he doesn't have he has mommy issues because he doesn't have a mom bingo he's trying to fill that maternal role with the ladies whatever he can because each of those women girls preteens represent a different kind of personality hook is not the bad guy he's not he's not the bad guy no he's just the dad he's a distant dad yeah also peter pan really did steal was wendy Michael and John. I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. He done Classic Star them. Wars. Yep. The villain is really the father. <laughs> and he's not really the villain. All and he's is, not really the villain. Is Darth really the villain? I don't do Star Wars. But no, like, he just has... He likes to wear black, I think. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen the movie. He's just like super creepy. <laughs> he is just Mufasa. James Earl Jones, right? Yeah. He's Mufasa. Yeah. And you can't be bad when you're Mufasa. You can't. You can't. So he's a good guy. Yeah. So, Captain Hook. Not a villain. I don't think he's a villain. No. I really... We should do this on one of our episodes is build backstories for Disney characters. Kind of what we're doing now, but... Yeah, but legit. like... Legit. Yes. I love it. So... Like, give them a birthplace yes. and time. And like, what were they like at three? What were their dreams and hopes and goals? What was their first childhood trauma? You know I believe in childhood traumas. <laughs> um, I think every one of these villains that we're going to talk about is the way they are because of some kind of trauma in their life. Yes. And you think about people in the world today, like murderers and stuff, a lot of them just have trauma and never dealt with it and become murderers. I think the real villains in movies are disguised as heroes and heroines. Like, let's talk about Belle for a second. She's a villain. Selfish. She's an ass. She's so selfish. 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 If she had just married Gaston, none of this shit would have happened. That's very true. Which brings us to kind of Gaston. Yeah, let's talk about Gaston because he's not... A villain. He's just a jerk. I know everyone wants to cry that like he's part of the patriarchy, which, yes, he's a man. He's part of the patriarchy. I get it. He's a white man in France. Top Patri- of the food chain, basically. Patriarchy, yeah. And he's buff. And he's buff. That's great hair. But I think he's just, like, he's so vain. And is that really criminal? Did he make himself vain, or did people fluff him up his whole oh, life? Oh, I mean, to be... when you're that good looking, like, you know, sometimes you just... Get an ego about you. Yeah, I mean, he could have been born with it too. Him. Like, is he 
what is, like what's his family like? Was he a noble? You kind of have an Maybe air a about Duke? you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And like so he's vain and honestly, like, I think he's athletic, he's good at he does the hunting thing, but he's you know, a little bit of, like, a bro, mm-hmm. which is maybe his biggest flaw. You know, he likes to drink with his dudes and show off. Yes. And that's obviously not desirable, and nobody really likes a bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't make you a villain. No. He's just a douchebag. So he's vain, he's a bro, mm-hmm. and let's just be honest, he's dumb. Yeah. He's just not a smart guy. And you can't really fault him for that. No. Think of how many people in life you interact with like that. And you know what? He's really doing everything in his power to impress Belle, who's just, like, shunning him. Mm -hmm. And so that's why he's getting dumber and dumber by the day, because men are just, like, they're idiots. Let's be real. And he's just, he just wants to impress her and save her and make her his. And while we know women have autonomy and they make their own decisions, and if she doesn't want him, he should understand that no means no. Yeah. But I feel like he's really just wanting to impress her. And if she weren't such a bitch and we're like, you know what, Gaston? I'm just not interested. Maybe he'd get it. Maybe. Yeah, and that's... He even tries to save her from the beast. He thinks that she's in trouble, but she's got this, like, you know, what's it called? Stockholm Syndrome going on. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, don't kill this beast. Beast's trying to save her. Well, let's think about that for a minute, though. Is he really trying to save her from the beast, or is he trying to save her for himself? Both. Is it... You both. Think both? Yeah, he wants to save her from the beast. He thinks she's, like, trapped in this thing, because that's what, like, Maurice, her father, true. says. So yes. he thinks he's being, like, this hero. And obviously, like, his motivations for doing that are, is like, oh, if I save her, she She'll will love mine. me. Mm-hmm. I think he's just confused and dumb. I'm starting to see a theme here, that it's less about villains and more about possession and control over people and things. Yeah. Interesting. So Gaston, not so much a villain, more just a broy, douchey, douche, yeah. lonely guy. Yeah, who just wants to settle down. Yes. Okay. Who do we got next? I am excited to talk a little bit about Isma. That's going to be all you because I've never really familiar self familiarized myself with Isma. It's okay. I watch The Emperor's New Groove probably once a month. Yeah, it's a great movie. Love the film. <laughs> you know, I really hate, um, what's his face, David? David Spade. It's the I, best David Spade thing he's ever yes, done. I <laughs> hate David Spade with a passion, but that movie's phenomenal. It's probably because his face isn't it, and that's what I hate. <laughs> Anywho, Yzma. So, Emperor's New Groove. She is the, um, kind of lives beneath the Empire. Mm-hmm. She lives, like, underground, has, like, her lair, her lab. Uh, she has Krunk, which is her henchman. And her big thing <laughs> is <laughs> seemingly trying to take the crown from Cusco's. Now, early in the movie, you see interactions between Yzma and Cusco's where Cusco's is very rude and demeaning and demoralizing to her, who, regardless of his position, she's an elder, and she was... The disrespect. She was around the family for years. So... And here's the thing is, according to her, she was supposed to be leading some things. Um, but when Cuscos took over, he just kind of took over and did his own thing. He was a dick as a leader. He's an absolute dick. And, I mean, he was going to destroy an entire village that's been there for thousands of years for a summer home. He's basically Joffrey. Yes. <laughs> he is awful. He's really... Cuscos is really the villain in that movie. 
um, when you think about the movie as a whole. Yeah. Um, and it's not until about 25 minutes left of the movie that's only 100, and, 100 minutes long. But um, it's not until the end where you see him being a somewhat decent person. Uh, Yzma, she's not really that evil throughout the film. She's bitter. She's resentful. Um, but I think a lot of it's justified given how much of an asshole Couscous was to her. Um, and clearly she hasn't aged well, so she has that going on as well. <laughs> she does look like a human skeleton. That is an issue. Yes. Her whole outfit reminds me of Ursula. Is she like Ursula come to life who's then lost a lot of weight? Uh, it was a lot of water weight. Exactly. <laughs> Such a dumb joke. <laughs> <laughs> I try. But, okay. You know, Yzma, not a villain. I don't call her a villain. I'm starting to think that Disney has no villains. They do. I mean, if you look at uh, Hercules, you will want to think Hades ah. is a bad guy. But he doesn't, he's not bad. Like, what does he really do? Aside from him being Hades and being on having fire hair... What I mean, he's very comical. He's actually kind of funny. I forget who who he's said funny. this, but like Meg, Meg is more yeah. Meg does more of the evil stuff than yes. Hades ever does. Because Meg is super malicious, uh, not malicious, um, manipulative. She's super manipulative and plays the victim to get what she wants, very much like Belle. Yes, and very like, much like she Belle. what wanted to trade her soul, and Hades was like, okay, yeah. like, he's not like. You bitch. Yeah. He's like, I'm he's a businessman. He is. Much like Ursula. Businesswoman. She's into the dark arts, you know? Yeah. Eye for an eye, you trade. That's, she's that's basically how a Wiccan. Work. They're just Wiccans. Yeah, she's she's the first Sanderson sister. She is the Well, she's the the C Sanderson. Yeah. yeah. We'll find a way to connect it. Just give me time. She's the Sanderson of the C. I think yep. that's we don't know what Ursula's last name is. Probably Sanderson. Yeah. <laughs> Ursula Sanderson, because she came from the sand. She lived in the sand. Ursula Sanderson, like sand or sin. She lived in the sand and she committed sins. I guess. Sand magic. or no? How about this? <laughs> sand or sun? Ursula was born male, but she's a drag queen. We thought about remember mm-hmm. she's born male. She's she wanted father. to be the female, mm-hmm. and in order for her to do that, they had to banish her to the sea. Yes. But she wanted to be her true self, which was a woman, but her punishment was half woman, half octopus, and lived to the sea. Mm-hmm. But she took that over being a man, because she never felt like a man. Yeah. Sand, just a trans Sand or son. Yes. Ursula's just trans. Oh, my God. She's misunderstood. That's why it's misunderstood. It is misunderstood. We are solving so many mysteries right now. (laughs) Fuck you, Walt. Didn't think we'd figure that one out, did you? This is why we're going to inherit Disney World. There's going to be like, they dumb figured everything out on this Disney No podcast. Give them the keys to the world. Man, now I'm really thinking about that. I know. Isn't that crazy? Everything connects to the Sanderson sisters. It all comes back. Mm Mm-hmm. It all comes back. I feel like since we're talking about... um, being possibly, you know, the the drag influence. Oh, and do all you want that. to talk should... about RuPaul? No, I was going to say we could. Okay. This is a good time to move into Maleficent, who I feel like is the other like. Uh, I don't like Maleficent though. And there's not much to say. She's just petty. She is. <laughs> she, I always think, is one of the few true actual villains. I, I mean, to be so petty, 
over not being invited to a party for a baby to then curse the child to die, but in 16 years, a long, drawn-out, petty And she holds play. that the entire time. Yes, like, that's that's evil shit. Yeah. That takes a dark, twisted bitch. <laughs> Which is even more weird, because, like, it's not even a party of the baby of someone you're related to. Like, that alone, I'm like, ugh, don't want to go. But, like, just someone that happens to live in your neighborhood mm-hmm. is having a party for their baby, and you're not invited. And you're like, I'm going to kill that baby now. That baby's dying because like, of me. I it's some real housewives bullshit. It <laughs> is. This is serious real housewife shit. And like I know like, people love Maleficent. She's just, I don't, I don't think she's misunderstood. I think we get her just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, she's not misunderstood. She's just her. Yeah, she's a petty bitch. Yeah, she's a villain. And if you don't invite her to your party, you're going to pay for it. And you're, she's kind of just like the other like, oh, fuck, if we don't invite Maleficent, she's going to burn our house down yep. and kill our children. Like, we have to invite this crazy bitch. And I think that's kind of what she wants to do. Yeah, I think she's all about it. She turned herself into a dragon to make sure the child dies 16 years later. Like, it's been 16 years. You're not over it. Stop holding such a grudge. Again, I'm Go definitely calling her a villain. I for, yeah, she definitely turns herself into a dragon. That's very villainous. Very evil. It's so over the top. So dramatic. Like, calm down, Maleficent. You need to become a dragon to kill Aurora. Yeah. Relax. I'm not okay with it. No. Yeah. I think this is a good time to go from a villain that everyone says is misunderstood except for us to someone that everyone says is a villain except for Brooke, which is Cruella <laughs> DeVille. I, so this is very weird, and I get it all the time. People are like, how could you like Cruella when she wants to murder puppies and animals? And I'm a dog mom, dog advocate, love dogs. Absolutely. It's because I don't think she really wants to murder puppies. I don't think that's what she truly wants. This is, this is a good one we could build a backstory to. Let's talk about Cruella for a second. What makes her so bad? The fact that she wants a fur coat. Okay. It's not cool. She wants to murder puppies to make the fur coat. Also, not cool. Well, let's think about cool. when was this movie... When did this come out again? This was, was 60s. 60s. Back then, it was super cool to have fur. Yeah. Fur was super in then. But I just feel like as soon as Cruella comes on the scene in the movie, like, just look at her. She's emaciated. Her skin is gray and dull. Her eyes are sunken in. Her eyeliner is a fucking mess. She's chain-smoking like crazy. She has this erratic behavior. She's shaking a little bit because she hasn't had enough alcohol today. Mm -hmm. She has issues. There's a trauma here, and we need to unpackage it. Something happened to her. I think maybe she was from an affluent family, Mm -hmm. and maybe they lost all their riches, and she's just desperate to try to regain her glory. Or maybe she, you know, used to be a really big fashion designer, and she lost everything. Like, Mm -hmm. something happened, and she thinks, you know, these dogs and these furs are going to bring her back to that luxurious lifestyle. Something happened. Maybe it was all... Maybe the entire downfall was her own doing with the alcoholism. Because I'm pretty sure that bitch is an alcoholic and she should not be driving that big-ass car. She smokes, too. She does smoke. She could be stress-related. Very stressed. She's so thin. Is she eating? Could talk about the emaciation. Did she used to be a fashion model where she had to stay thin and she did it through drinking and chain-smoking and she's been abused by the industry and, like, people took advantage of her and demeaned her and now she's just kind of screwy in the head? That's a really good thought. 
How about the fact that her family, knowing that their last name sounds like devil, named their daughter after a word that sounds like cruel? Well, well that's the that's thing. It's just cruel the devil. Disney, yeah. That's just the Disney way, because they want to make this poor woman the villain, and they're failing, because she's, she's had a hard life. She's an icon. How about this? She's a fashion icon, okay? <laughs> a Dalmatian bit her. Yeah, maybe she's traumatized. I've never met a Dalmatian that was a genuinely nice dog. Dalmatians are known for being aggressive and being very bad with children. And let's think about this. What a dangerous house to have 101 of them running around. Why do you think she's trying to get rid of them and make coats? She's like, oh, 15 puppies, 15 killers on the loose. I'm going to take care (laughs) of them. Yes. And think about this. Everybody gives um, pit bulls a bad rap. Nobody talks about how bad the Dalmatians are. So maybe, maybe. Dachshunds are very bad too, I know because I have three. They are hard to potty train. (laughs) No, they're just dicks. Maybe she tried (laughs) to let people know how bad these Dalmatians are in the world and how they're bad for families and people and kids. I don't want to breed shame. I do have Dalmatians. They're very cute. But I can see where if she got bit by one, she would have a vendetta against them. Mm -hmm. Because they're mean. Like, well, I don't want to categorize. See, I'm a dog advocate. Let's not categorize all of them as bad. By nature. They are um, typically a bit more aggressive, a bit more standoffish, not as friendly as, say, other breeds. That's fine. I still think I'm going to stick with she was a, a model and she was abused and now she's just real fucked up in the head and she wants to reclaim her, her youth and her status and she thinks these puppies are going to do that because it's soft, fresh fur, you know, supple skin. She's all about that. Because that's going to look best. It's all about fashion and status. Maybe she was married got divorced. Her husband left her. Maybe he took everything except that giant-ass car she's driving around. Or maybe that ties into why she's so emaciated and looks bad. Where do they take the puppies? They take the puppies to that broken-down mansion? Yeah. Is that her mansion? I think so. She this comes left. in where she was raised yep. with status and wealth, and they lost it all. Mm, maybe her father Jasper. brought shame. Maybe her father was an alcoholic and abused her and her mother, and they lost all their riches on his gambling problem. And so she became an alcoholic by proxy, you know, just watching. This is the environment she grew up in. Or what if he was abusive, and maybe she killed him? She and killed she him. could never let what that go. If her mom died. Her mom was like this shining beacon of hope in this, you know, crazy household. Mm-hmm. And her mom had a spotted fur coat. Mm-hmm. And her dad ruined it after her mother died. And it's like the last like thing she has to be connected to her mother. And it's gone now. And she just wants it back. And now that her father is dead and, you know, she can do whatever she wants. That's a good point. Because back then, too, synthetic fabrics weren't very big. No. You couldn't just get synthetic Puppy no. fabric. You had to get the real thing. I did. Maybe she's more of a cat person, too, so she didn't really like dogs to begin with. And you know what? At the end of the day, you know who's fucked up for this whole thing? Whoever made this movie. Yeah. Who, who the thought the idea, <laughs> let's have a woman who murders dogs and makes coats out of it? And another thing, if we're in another country where dogs are not looked at as pets and they're looked at as commodities... Mm-hmm. She's actually a very savvy businesswoman and successful individual. Yeah. She gets a hundred more right puppies. Thing. Yeah. And then, like, what the, the people, what are their names? I don't even remember their names. Grace and Joe. No, Grace one of them Joe. is Roger. Yeah. Roger and... Cynthia. No. 
I want to say Purdy, but that's the dog. Uh, Annette. Annette. Roger and Annette. How are they going to Anita, take, sorry, Anita. Anita. Yeah. How are they going to take care of 101 puppies? They're not. That's hoarding. I forget where they even Your come from. Your dogs are going to live in squalor. You know what you have? You have a puppy mill at this point. Your dogs are living in squalor. You need to find them homes. They need to go to rescues. That's they need what to it go is. To They're puppy mill people. dogs. They are puppy mill. Cruella's Maybe just... Cruella's collecting all the puppies from the puppy mills to bring back to her giant mansion that she's going to restore, and they can all live happily. She's a rescue. What? Maybe the fact that these people were willing to sell their puppies for, well, they weren't really willing to sell the puppies, um, but maybe they weren't going to sell them to her, and she knew that, and she stole them to save them from this cruel puppy mill lifestyle they're mm-hmm. going to be in. That could be. Or maybe they are puppy mill bred dogs which are bad genetically for breeding with other dogs down the Mm -hmm. line. So maybe she was trying to eradicate any... Get them all fixed, get their shots, and they could live happily in her home, in her giant rescue mansion farm. Yeah. See, there's a lot to unpack with Cruella. Because she didn't actually kill any of them and make coats. No. You never saw a Dalmatian coat. No. Also, you know what I really don't like about this movie? Fucking stereotypical bulldog. With elbows bent all out, and he's all sloppy and gross with the really big underbite. Like, they don't all look like that. No. Just so you know. So, Corella. Not a villain. Not a villain. Very misunderstood. Very. Totally misunderstood. I, I would argue she's the most misunderstood one. I really hope they do a movie about her, because there's a lot to unpack here, and I just want to know if I'm right at all. Also, Disney, if you need any good storylines for your live-action Cruella film, you can contact me. Yeah. So apparently the book that 101 Dalmatians is based on, Cruella has a husband who runs a large fur business. She's a businesswoman. Maybe yeah. she's trying to impress him. Maybe he's having an affair. And because of because of this falling through, the business fails and she becomes homeless. See, it. this was like everything was on the line. line. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god, I I scare myself sometimes. <laughs> All right. So the last one, Andrew. So the last one I definitely want to talk about is Scar. Scar? We're not going to talk about Sid and his daddy issues? I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Sid has daddy issues. That's why he's a fucking weirdo that destroys toys. Scar. Scar. Think about this. This one to me is very simple. You have the original king. And probably a queen. I mean, yeah. And from there, you got Scar... And Mufasa. At some point, Mufasa took reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, instant resentment from Scar, especially if the father gave the reign to Mufasa and not well, Scar. Well, were they born at the same time as Mufasa older? It goes to the oldest male. Do we know that? We don't know who's older. I would say Scar looks older, he more does. beaten up than Which Mufasa. Which is what could add to why he's so upset. But maybe Scar kind of did some shady shit as a young lion. Oh, I'm sure he did. And as punishment, his dad gave it to Mufasa, who was younger. So now, the jealousy, the feelings of not being good enough. Guilt. Guilt, shame, embarrassment. All of it. All of it. Because if that happened, if that decision was made when he was younger, he, he lost his it, kingdom. It's been festering. He can never get that back. It's been festering. And even if he did everything to be better, he gets it, to watch it didn't his matter. his pretty little brother run it all. And get the pretty wife. And he didn't have to deal with the shit that he had to deal with. Deal with. Back, like, when Dad was still drinking a lot. Like, he... Dad was having some rendezvous with cheetahs and stuff, yep. you know? Yep. Mufasa came much after that when things were clean. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why probably Scar was acting up. Listeners, if you're hearing that tapping, it's because Andrew is very focused on drawing out a graph to explain what his yeah, point. We, we, have a, <laughs> we have a chart. This shit's real. I got a chart going, guys. Something if, in this timeline or, to death <laughs> and life. What if it's like this? Dad didn't do anything shady. Dad is Mufasa OG. Right? Okay. This big, glorious, athletic lion. He has him and his queen, we'll call her Beyonce, yes. have, <laughs> have Scar, who isn't the athletic child. He's artsy and more deep. He likes to read, he likes poetry, all that. Hangs out with the hyenas all the time. Hangs out with hyenas, <laughs> who are like the goth kids, they're kind of like the outcasts. Uh, but then they also have Mufasa younger brother now and he's got all of dad's good genes and Beyonce's good looks yes and he is you know a brilliant hunter he's running down those zebras like any lioness would while Scar's listening while Scar yeah his room (laughs) well Scar's like painting clowns in the cave how about (laughs) think of how different Scar looks from Mufasa Scar think about this Mufasa OG and Yonce Mm mm-hmm couldn't get pregnant. What are we going to do? Maybe. They adopted Scar. No. No, they didn't adopt Scar. Scar you know Snow. what happened? We'll call OG Mufasa Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he dipped out on Yonsei at first, had an illegitimate child. That's Scar. Which is That's why, why he, he can't, can't have reign. Because she, Yonsei's of nobility. He's the Jon Snow of this story, just not as good looking. But he's the Jon Snow. And so that passed down to Mufasa, who was the legitimate child. And the rightful heir. Yep. <gasps> that would give me a complex, too. I'm pretty sure it gave Jon Snow one. So Mufasa is the victim, not the villain. No, I'm Mufasa, sorry. I was like, Mufasa's Scar. never been the Scar villain. is the victim. Scar? Because well, let's, 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 let's think the about death. the moment on the cliff. Oh, that's fucked up. You can't just, here's my favorite word, Sibicide. commit siblicide and be a good guy, be misunderstood. You're fucked up. You're a villain in that moment. But everything prior to that kind of was out of his control. There are a lot of things that led to him to do that. Well, and that's, I think, that moment is him snapping. He yeah, it's snapped. the culmination of the straw. He saw his opportunity to get what he wanted, yep. and he took it. Yep. Because maybe... He saw the the same thing going on. Like he, Mufasa had Simba. Simba, pretty lion, was gonna get all this stuff, and it's just again another reminder that he's never gonna have yep. it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Who knew Nala was was yep. being born, and she's another Yonsei. He's like, here we go. Yep. And like, Scar, does he have any kids? No. Well, doesn't he have Kovu? This is the second one. You know, you get into that a little later. The Lion King two. Is, is Kovu not his son? I don't know. I disregarded that as a legitimate movie. Well, it wouldn't make sense. It can't be his son because for Kovu and then Kiara to then hook up, that's too fucking weird. It's too close. It wouldn't work, right? All right. So I don't think Kovu is his. So Scar is a villain. Scar is a villain. But not natural born. Yeah, by, by reasonable uh, circumstances, yes. he's become a villain. He's a villain by circumstance, not by choice. Yes, well, he makes a choice to kill Mufasa. He does. Mm-hmm. But were those hyenas in his ear about it? I don't think so. They're pretty dumb. But I think they would absolutely support him in his plans, you know? 
Well, goths stick together like that. Yeah, They're this very is like loyal friends. very ride or die. <laughs> Literally. What if the hyenas are meth addicts? And they Ed definitely is. Ed is, Ed is a burnout. Ed <laughs> gave Scar meth. He went on a crazy meth because he was so upset, he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I could just see it happening. And that's like, how I killed Mufasa, I just, and then he just binges on meth and just loses his mind and yeah. kills Mufasa. Yes, and then he just stays on a meth a meth binge the whole rest of the time until you know Simba offs him. Because if we think about it, Mufasa was clearly the better athlete, stronger one of the two, better looking. So how did Mufasa, or so how did Scar manage that? Yeah, really, unless he had meth power. Meth power is real. Meth strength. It was meth. It had to have been meth. So Scar is the not a villain. The are meth dealers. Yeah. Okay, so Scar possibly was dealt meth from the original Lion King one, Hyenas. Um, and that is why he went crazy and killed Mufasa. Tied in with all of his childhood traumas. Everything is centered around, every villain is centered around childhood or past traumas. Mm-hmm. That's what we're centering here on. That's what I'm honing in on, and I'm coming to the realization yeah. as we do this. Wow, I feel like we've unpacked a lot of st- a lot of things for these villains. I mean, we're just doing everyone a really great therapeutic service. So, guys, when you think about people that are shitty in the world and that you hate or that seem evil and like villains, just remember that they have a past, and it's probably just their baggage. So, give them a hug and talk to them. Also, maybe they're just shit. That happens sometimes, too. Yes, some people are actually shitty, so some be careful who you shitty. hug. You gotta, you gotta look for the signs of trauma. Keep a knife with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see if someone's a really bad person, give them some meth. Yes. See if or, they murder their brother. Then yes. you know but y'all there's yourselves, some fucked up things going on. Stay, say no to meth. Yeah, don't, don't actually do meth. Say no to drugs them. entirely. They're not good. Drugs are really ill. Yeah. Dare. <laughs> And with that being said, y'all, um, that kind of, I think, wraps up our little list here of our misunderstood and quote villains. I'd love to hear you guys unpack some villains and kind of, you know, come to your own conclusions. Like, are they villains? Yeah. Are they not? And Challenges. why? Also, let's talk about why Belle is a villain. Please send me your essays. Total C-U-N-T. See you next Tuesday. Which, oh, yeah, that's, actually that's when you'll see out. us yeah. next Tuesday. So <laughs> see you guys next Tuesday. If you can't bear to wait that long, though, you know there's different ways you can head us up, which are Brooke. Well, you can email us, if people still do that, at disneytopodcast at gmail.com. You can do the same thing from our website, disneytopodcast.com. We have social media that goes for Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at disneytopodcast, and our Facebook page, Disneytos. And with that, we out. Bye. Hey. Network.